Yeah, are you ready to rock and roll? Are you I, adequately prepared? Yeah, yeah, I'm adequately prepared for sure. So tell me about this new IKEA setup. Oh, got. what are you, what are you, what are you <laughs> doing to well, the house? Well, it's called it's called the kids. Um, let me see. We got a bunk bed, so we got bunk beds happening. Oh wow! Got rid of the crib, so now a whole wall is going to be just cabinetry for various toys of all kinds. Items. Yeah, because there's just more records. Some more records. More sure, we need to listen to uh, what are we listening to? We need to listen to like the Treasure Island uh, story nice. and like yeah, you should man, do a podcast with the kids about music. <laughs> you know, it'd be a totally. <laughs> I, I different think that will happen sooner or later. We listen to kids records. They will see a little spin off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question though? Of course. What is your name? I'm Jason, and I'm Matt. Mm-hmm. We started this podcast because we always talk about records and music, and we love talking about music all the time and yeah. things that are important to us, even yeah. if they may not be the best records. We still love them. Sure. So, uh, what's the name of the podcast, Jay? All music is great. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna yeah. sidetrack you right there because what was I doing the other day? All music just is great. Spotify. You're, you're, that's I a mean, bold to statement. some, to, well, sure, but I guess not all music. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think there's a <laughs> plenty of good stuff out there, and I'm happy to constantly re-examine it through this sure. show. Well, um, I'm just gonna say the name of the podcast. If please, that's all right with you. Please let everybody we listen to records. Yes. That's fun. That's so much fun. It is. Um, why don't you uh, why don't you pop on the first track, this bad boy, okay, and we'll right. um, yeah. talk over Let's it a little it. bit here. Let's do it. So uh, last week, after talking about some, what did we talk about last week? Let me pull up my notes. We talked it's about been, Interpol. Right. So we were in the early two thousands, <laughs> yeah. and I was I got to pick the three that you choose from, you and I was just wanted to stay in the early two thousands for a bit. Ooh, that's crazy noise. Yeah. And we landed on, and you'll know us by the Trail of Dead, and the album's called Source Tags and Codes. Uh, yes. Why don't you turn it up a little bit? Okay, sure. this album before we picked it right well see now that i've been listening to it this last week i was like oh i know this song i know this song i know this <laughs> yeah. song so i i i know it a lot better than i thought i think this was the album i definitely came to them sure a, a, as they got included in in a lot of the conversations of like pelican and and on all that stuff sure. i think and explosions and i think it was yeah this, fa- this album came to, out this album came out in 2002 was it uh, wow, it's okay. their third album and it's their first on Interscope, which is probably why oh, it was such a big deal. Like yes. They got bumped up to a huge label. It also, um, randomly, I saw, got a perfect 10 on Pitchfork, which is out of control. 10. It's like it's like legendary for that reason, because I think you know only like, I don't know, five other albums ever got a perfect 10. Perfect 10. <laughs> which well, is it's hilarious. crazy. It's, it's, I mean, if I'm looking, like this band had basically a huge run in the early 2000s. Yeah. This album... So their 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 first real album was called Madonna. Came out in '99. Yeah, they had a self-titled one in '98. But the, the Madonna came out of Merge Records in '99, 
and then this in 02, which blew up huge. Yeah, yeah. Followed yeah. by Worlds Apart in 05, and then So Divided in 06, which are all on Interscope. Um, and then they kind of drop off. They have a bunch of other stuff after. Yeah, they seem but it's to those, it's those two or three. Madonna, Source Tags, and Worlds Apart is kind of like the, the huge okay. blow up for this band. It seems to be like they did uh, cultivate enough of a fan base that they kind of have this, their own little worlds now of like, yeah. hey, subscribe to our stuff and we'll tell you what's going on with, with uh, and you'll know us by the Trail of Dead. Like they have their own kind of world of, of merch and, and sure. updates and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're famous which for like, their wow, t-shirts, okay. right? Aren't they famous for their so. t-shirts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's interesting, I mean, first of all, the name of the band, dot, 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 or ellipses, yeah. and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I first heard about these guys, I was expecting a much like a neurosis-style yeah. post-metal, yeah. you know, and they were totally. kind of lumped in, like you said, with Pelican and a little of the post-metal yeah. stuff that was going on. I think um, because of Austin, too. Like, they're from Austin, sure. so I was like, oh, wow, the explosions and, and these guys are... You know, that's a pretty crazy like, scene. Yeah. Well, and um, uh, at the drive-in, we did. Pretty yes, well. that's right. Wow, that is, that's that's. And now nuts that I'm for saying that, it out um, loud, I've always wondered where these guys fit in. And now that I'm actually listening to this with fresh ears and a lot of distance, yeah, yeah, I can see the at the drive-in like connection sure. more than I did back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But they're more yeah. like a little. I guess not poppy, but more sort of melodic, more. I guess listener friendly. This These is some guys, pretty listener friendly songs. Yeah, they are. Uh, yes and no. I mean, I think it's a very funny choice, and and I don't think I picked up on this at the time at all. But uh, listening to it, it, it is a very funny choice to have constantly these these interruptions in what otherwise would be a pretty seamless record. Just these weird right. sampley feedback. You know, it, it's kind of it's it, it always felt. I mean, like I know that. Uh, listening to Sebado or sort of like that tape cassette four track culture there there was a lot of that kind of thing happening just to sort of like create this sort of chaos of of sure. like look we're just messing around and and here's a here's a funny little like you know thing and and uh I don't know that it adds much to this record weirdly I mean I could see like yeah. being stuck with it and and being like oh I I can't hear it without it now but but not well, having... Well, it's also... I mean, if you think you know about I mean? 2002... Yeah. You know, coming out of the tail end of what was happening in the 90s. You know, this is not a 90s sound, but you can see hints of 90s production or where yes. the producers are like, we're not making an Aerosmith record here, you know? Um, or or, or li- maybe li- even like a helmet kind of, like, weirdly. Sure. But then, there, like, this is... Um, uh, another morning stoner, right? That's what's playing in the yes, background. Yes, yes, yes. Can you just go back to the beginning of this and turn it up? This, like, this track, I love yeah, how sure. this song starts. I love this whole song, but I, I, it's really like representative of this album. In a lot it, of this ways. is a great track for it's sure. A great track. Yeah, take it back to the beginning. And turn it up.
do love the drums on this track. Yeah, yeah, they they there are some great uh, sounds and, and sonic stuff happening, and I do like his vocals a lot. I think looking listening to it now, like um, I like how they switch switch off vocals, which I don't think I realized yeah. at the time either, which I think is great. They and do have very similar voices, but yes, yeah. Yeah, I remember watching videos of them on YouTube. Okay, when like YouTube came out around the time that this album came out, for people wow. keeping track of the history of the universe. <laughs> um, and I remember thinking, like, you remember the, the old expression, you know, "Video killed the radio star." Yeah, right. I kind of feel like this band would have been more famous if they were more attractive. Oh, like, this okay. is this is a triumph of like quality of music over ugliness of band members. <laughs> oh, I know that's a really I don't know what they say. No idea what they look like. I just I remember I put on one of their videos recently and I was like, oh yeah, I think I know why these guys just blow up more. <laughs> oh man. Like it's an unattractive bunch of humans. Oh. I'm joking. I'm joking guys. I'm joking. I'm joking. But I do th- I mean I do think that it was an, a weird transitional era in pop culture and like everybody was trying to figure out what fashion was and what style was and I really do think it, to their credit, I think these guys pushed music and the quality of their music ahead of sort of like the tight skinny jeans and white patent leather belts and shit that was going on at the time. Yeah, I mean, if you, right, if you go back to like the all the New York City stroke stuff we're talking about and all of that, you, you kind yeah. of, because this is sort of the same time period, right? This record even. Well, 2002. 2002 so, yeah. so yeah, that's crazy. Right in the middle of, you know, when Interpol was blowing up. And yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Strokes it's were funny. coming out and the white stripes were blowing up. And yeah. Little, yeah. little, I think a little before the killers in that era. Sure, sure. But. Um, that's crazy. That's crazy. What's funny is I lived through it and I, and I listened to a lot of music in that era. I yeah. was, that was, that was an era where my tastes were much more aligned with like, I guess you'd call it indie mainstream yeah. than it is now. Okay. Um, and I remember all this stuff, but I don't really have a chronology for when and what and where. No, you know, I just, it just kind of came. And and again, I think the way that it was delivered to us, like pre, well, sort of like LimeWire, Napster, pre, sure. all that stuff era, was very much like, you, you know, I know I know that I would get into a kick of all I want to hear is kind of post pop or, or like post hardcore unwound yep. kind of stuff and I would just go off on a tangent of that well and these months. guys are perfect for that I, I yeah. did I remember the the three albums that I mentioned Madonna yeah. this one and uh, World Apart yeah I remember I, I I got into these guys and I just got all of those albums all at once yeah or I think World Apart came out right a little bit later anyway and I just I remember it there was did, like yeah. one summer where I listened to these guys nonstop. And then, like, and I, it, I don't know what it, it, it t- triggered some sort of high school nostalgia thing for me. There was yeah. something in there, like, I knew these guys weren't out when I was in high school, but it triggered some sort of something in my brain. I went through like a summer where I just listened to the, these albums nonstop, and then I don't think I've ever listened to them ever again. Right, right. Like when I put it on for this podcast to review it, I, I knew every lyric, I knew every note, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was like I had to dig way deep into my memory to kind of summon all that stuff up. Yeah, it's oh, funny I love this track. Turn this up. Turn this up. For Baud- this track, Baudelaire, they have Baudelaire. That, like French, like the harmonic or accordion stuff. <laughs> I think it's a little unlikely that for them to to have continued really too like that's sure. kind of surprising that they they literally are still working 
and releasing a 20th anniversary of Madonna. Like that's amazing. Or I guess they did in 2017. Well, yeah, because it came out in ninety. It's like the last thing that they nine. So I guess this would be the 20th here, anniversary so. right now. So yeah, that's pretty nuts. That you know, I, and I guess I can, I can see that because they're not sort of they they do seem to be doing their own thing, and it is like. Uh, especially after going through our, our Fugazi uh, uh, huge podcast, there I, I, I hear sure. a lot of that in here, or that kind of that kind of experimentation, that that same approach to stuff, where I could see not being into certain parts of other rec- of their records in the future or in the past, just because they do seem to like you know wander and explore different kinds sure. of sounds and stuff. Well, I mean, what I always liked about this record is it kind of is the perfect balance of what I love about Unwound, yeah, which is its its loudness and, and in some ways rawness, but also really elegant story, uh, uh, like songwriting, yeah. And at the same time, it, Unwound really does confront you with sort of giant walls of unlistenable noise that yeah. really you have to commit to. Like, I'm an Unwound fan, and I'm going to power through this <laughs> nine minute droning bass thing on repetition yeah. or or this giant like wall of like sonic noise and this band has those moments where i feel like they challenge you yeah. but they never linger long enough that i'm like okay i'm gonna turn this off now or, or right yeah. or 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 a, or a less patient listener might you know like you can get over those hurdles quickly because they're only there for 10 seconds yes 12 seconds. yes that's true so they're like nodding to that post hardcore post punk history yeah yeah and at the same time to me, this is really an effort to make a very listenable post-punk album. It is. It is. Although, again, like, can you explain this? These uh, these track titles that, that have EP after them. You know what that is about? Uh, like, I don't. The next track I, titles, yeah, we're li- homage, and then EP. I, I, I don't like the song titling is weird and then these samples are throwing me off and there's like a lot of things I would go back and I guess. I don't know why it's titled EP on oh, this. Oh, I think I think okay. Here, here's my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that those were tracks that were popped off of this to be like released as separate EPs? Yeah. Like as like, I don't know. Uh, okay. I do not know. Yeah, or it's was weird it weren't on the CD, but they were because I have the CD yeah. in front of me and these are on the CD. And I'm looking at the track listing on Wikipedia is showing them as I don't know. Very. Weird. I don't know. Spotify does weird shit. It sure does. I'm the. If you're listening to this and you work for Spotify, please yeah. send us some sort of clarification for how you uh, label things. It's okay. Or like why there's two it's versions. Okay. There's this out. There's Source Tags and Codes and the deluxe version of Source Tags and Codes, both available on Spotify. Of course. Well, they do, do we, that with everything. Well, fuck it. Um, but again, so, like they put samples at the end of every single track. I just think it's very funny. It's a very I gotta, funny you gotta idea. wonder is, if that's a band decision or is that like a producer's decision? I don't know, right? I can't imagine because you know, 2002 is definitely before streaming, so people are still thinking about things in the in terms of the album arc at this stage. Yeah, right? yeah, I guess so. I I think it's a very like I remember um, when all of a sudden there was like the Pulp Fiction soundtrack and. Right. Something else, maybe the no, not the Crow soundtrack, but something where it was literally like the album included the dialogue, film dialogue woven into all the tracks, okay. which at the time for me was like, wow, this is crazy and weird and like kind why are of they nuts doing this to us? that they release it like this. And I think that's how sort of these weird samples function because it's going to be there forever and it's pretty like throwaway weird 
soundcloud or it's like in hip hop when they have the little skits between the the tracks it's like that was probably funny the first time you heard it yes and then you never want to hear it again that's the thing like are you really going to live with this forever I mean this document is like you know to when I when I think back to um uh, what what Steve Albini was talking about when he records a band and he's like just like this is your one chance for all time to get something right. down this is you really document. want to include these weird like you know samples I guess they did I know well, I, it's just I, mean, I wonder it is, but when you're I mean youngish and you're in the in a trend of a moment and yes. you're like all the other bands are doing this thing yes. we think it's so cool I think that's you know, you're I not. think you're right I think that's a case of let's throw everything at this and see what sticks. And part sure. of that included this, like, these little, like, funny collage things. And, and, you know, in hindsight, I don't know. I don't know that they add anything, really, or, like, well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's, you know, we are the uh, We Listen to Records podcast. Yes, there's a track on this that I really love. Um, okay. Track nine, Relative Ways. Okay. Can we, can we listen to a little of that? Yes, we can. It's a little stripped down or something. Um, yeah. A little, little simpler than some... The earlier tracks on this album are more like pow in the face. Yeah. And like, I've always liked this. It's more on his vocals and a bit more on, on the the elegance of what they can do, which yeah, I like. I, I, to- totally. I, I hear you. And I think... Um, I do remember like listening to this in, in fits and starts the uh, past week or so just because it does... It is a little inconsistent, and I think they do tend to go a little too far into like sort of hardcore or, or yeah. for me. Well, at, you, at you can times, even hear it in this track. You know? He's definitely pushing his voice to the edge of you know, which is not fine. Just, sure. And in this case, the 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 melody or, or the sort of like instrumentation, I'm into it, and it's there's enough like pause and, and stuff 
that there's space. Whereas I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes they just sort of go off the deep end, and, yeah. and that's where they lose me. And it and it, and it doesn't um, build to it. It just sort of is like, here's this track that's completely different and. Sure. I don't but know. remember, you can't say anything know. bad about this because it earned a perfect ten. On well, that's. I mean, again, that's that's why <laughs> this album is such a good uh, kind of reminder of that time period too, because it is yeah. like, remember the days when Pitchfork was like this new and exciting thing, and it was like, I think they gave that the um, Arcade Fire funeral a ten sure. too, and it was like they're just Dude. they're they're just what. It, they're out there. They're they're starting this like scrappy website about music, and they're like, "Yeah, this is a ten. Fuck it, this is great." Yeah. And th- that's remember, like fun. That's awesome. coming to see you in Brooklyn. Yeah, and you had just moved into a place. You hadn't even like got out your furniture or anything. <laughs> and in the empty living room space, you like you put like a rug, and we just yeah. had a record player in the middle of the floor, <laughs> and like we were drinking beers or something. <laughs> that's right. And you put on an Arcade Fire like seven inch. Yes. From Funeral. Yeah. And I remember yeah. you played the first side, and yeah. I was like. Like this is just from outer space. Like yeah, I've never heard yeah. anything like this. And then yeah. wasn't the backside like some 1940s recording of well, their grandparents or yes. some weird shit like that? Yes. Because and I, I just remember thinking like, is this new? Is this old? What the <laughs> fuck is this? And we're just sitting on the floor around this record player drinking that's beers. How I, that's how I felt when I heard um, uh, that El- that Elliot Smith single. It was like yeah, Angelus. I think just bought it at the record store based on the cover because it was like this little drawing of this dude. And I was mm-hmm. like, it was, you know, just like a pencil drawing. I was like, okay, cool, Ellie Smith. You know, it's $2, why not? Sure. And uh, just hearing this, like, super high falsetto, like, layered vocal, and I was like, this is amazing. Like, what is this? This is so great. Like, yeah. just one of those, like, moments. But I think that's, what you know, that there was a great time when Pitchfork was like that they were like you right. know the, the this like scrappy underdog kind of like yeah they fucking know what's going on and and they're just like making these stupid bold statements you know they're they're like uh i don't know like what the village voice probably was back in the sure. 60s or 70s or something just like fucking we'll tell you what's going on and it's we're, we're probably wrong who gives a shit right like, I, you know there's something because now I, I don't think there's an equivalent anywhere that has well, there that probably kind is. Of there's probably some great, you know, indie no, thing that the kids no, know no, about. No, but. there's not though. I think we would well, know we, about we it. Kinda I don't s- think skipped over. Was so hidden. We kind of skipped over. I, I meant to do this earlier on, but um, <laughs> and you'll know it's by the Trail of Dead, sometimes called Trail of Dead. <laughs> yes. Are from Austin, Texas. Yes. yes. And it's really two dudes, Jason Reese and Conrad Keeley. Yes. Um, with a rotation of of band members behind them. Sometimes the, one of the dudes' wife and you know oh, various wow, friends okay. and. Um, so there's no consistent rotation except for Those the two, two dudes. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, they, they come out at the exact same time as, you know, at the drive-in. Um, you know, they're coming right out of Austin, Texas, same as Explosions in the Sky. I mean, this is this is that moment. And yeah. I think these are just the... I don't know. They, they f- for my mind, they aren't as crazy or weird as at the drive-in. Yeah. But they're still as intense. They aren't as um, uh, sort of uh, shockingly innovative or like just mind-blowing genius right. in that way. They, they're but they're also not as elegant as Explosions in the Sky either. Right, right, right. Or they're so not yeah, like Explosions. Like, like they're they're somewhere in the middle. Whereas Explosions was like, we have this fucking ridiculous idea to just play instrumental, like huge epic music. 
yeah. and that's it. We're just going to do it. Fuck it. And then, and then at the drive-in was like, we're going to make this complex soup and then just have these insane vocal, like they just, I mean, you could tell they knew exactly what they wanted yeah. to do from day one, both of those bands, which sure. I feel like this kind of functions like somewhere sort of in the middle of like, let's combine a lot of these ideas and maybe that's where the like collage business between tracks comes sure. in and it's successful and it's very much a like stamped with the date of 2002 yeah and um well let's 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 throw on one yeah. more track sure. and then we'll do a wrap up you know kind of final feelings on this guy sure sure um yeah what, what should we where should we go next because i i know these songs i do not know their names or orders sure or anything, but like let's I've do um them. just because i like the title yeah. uh, track eight days of being wild okay I'm reminded why I stuck with this band longer than I probably should have. <laughs> why, why? Which is tracks like this, yeah. which to me sounds, I hear so much Black Flag and Henry Rollins yeah. in there. I yeah. love a good fucking punk rock chant along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there are moments like this where I'm like, you're, you're really pulling from a, a, a history that I love. Yeah. You're connecting to this this sound that, you know, is raw and, and the vocals are, are pushed right to the edge of the the. the the singer's, you know, capacity and right to the edge of the mic and yeah. the drums are just yeah. pounding and, the, you know, you got a chant along bit and it's like, fuck, you got all the right pieces right there. Yeah. And so I love a track like this and then you get some of the, yeah, the weird sample stuff, some of the more like, like poppy stuff is fine and I do enjoy it. Yeah. But like a track like this really does remind me why I stuck with these guys because there are moments like that that I just, I get so excited. I'm like, I fucking love this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I can I can hear that stuff, and I think, I guess the reason why, like after hearing this and then sort of not sticking with them, I, I don't know why I sort of had a uh, kind of a like that they were heading like the way that Weezer just sort of like went off the rails into sort of like yeah. frat kind of rock or something. That's sort of where I I got the impression. Well, I do they were th- going. I do remember not oh, liking wow. Worlds Apart very much. Okay. I remember it had a few like decent connectable tracks yeah. but I, I yeah. this edge was not on World Apart and I think that yeah. was kind of where I was like oh, okay this is they're they're losing me you know <laughs> yeah 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 um, or, or like I was losing because I was my tastes were also going in a different that's direction that's the thing as, as like post metal and, right. and that kind of stuff really kind it of became and yeah yeah I don't know where you can go from there where you're just like okay guys you did it 
<laughs> well, you no, want that you want that shot to, to the brain. So either yeah. you like you want that elegance and that the complexity of a explosions or a pelican, yeah. or you just want the raw fucking noise. And I mean, Times New Viking is starting to hit the, the streets around yeah. here too. I guess and the pendulum has to swing back from we rehearse ten hours a day back to zero. We were zero hours a day. <laughs> we well, just I make it it's, sound I mean, like it's hell. Just, it's just that search for the for the new. It's the search for the thing that gets you excited. And yeah. you know, like yeah, I said, sure. I, I went all in on these guys for a couple months, and then I just it was like yeah. gone. That makes sense. I, I could hear that. I mean, I can definitely agree with that. That's and then I, I sort of never revisited them again. And, yeah. Um, I which is kind oh, of a shame because as I'm listening to this now, I mean, there's some great stuff on. No, here. I mean this. What's this track? For okay, so what I really wanted to listen to really quickly for a second was, or maybe this is how we'll play it out. Um, sure. Is I just am coming across came across a random thing about that the song homage is an homage to Unwound, oh. and that on the day it well. was recorded, the producer woke up Keeley by throwing cold water in his face for him to be aggressive enough to record the drum track. <laughs> so I'm kind of nice. curious now to listen to it knowing that. Dude, I mean we. Uh, we we unwound. listen to records, and we listen to records related to Unwound, no matter how yeah. vague the connection. I think that... We really are the Unwound theme podcast. I was going to say, that's the, the subtext title, or the you know the colon after the we listen to records, yeah. is that are related to Unwound in some way. So, speaking of which, <laughs> yes. um, we have to do the full Unwound discography soon with Mike Blackwee. With Mike, yeah, sure. With Mike, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Maybe Although we'll get Sean Caldwell to come on too. We'll do like a big epic. You know. <laughs> well, you know who else we have to do is I have to call that person that I bought all of that, uh, all those old flyers from. Um, remember, oh, I still, flyers, yeah. I still have her info, and she was like, "Yeah, let me know." So we have to do a side interview with her, and just well, say we'll like, work on that yeah. in the future. For now, the um, uh, what's your final thoughts on? And you'll know us by the trail of dead. I think that there's cool things happening here like again it's it does feel like a sort of natural combination of elements that were happening at, in 2002 done in a good way um, but I don't nothing that um, I would need to I mean I guess I, I do hold that as a standard of like do I need to have this on vinyl as a <laughs> that's the standard a side b side document of like you know, like slint level, like, oh yeah, this is so important to me. At least, that, I mean, I have to look at it that way with, sure. with the number of records I can fit into an apartment. So right. I can't have the, I can't have the, the this is, source this tags This is not a codes. desert island record for you? No, this is not a apart, tiny apartment with two kids This, this, this is not me. even a Brooklyn apartment record <laughs> That's for you. right. Okay. This yeah. is like, yeah, this could be, this is a Spotify record for me. Let's just sure. put it that way. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I will say it'll probably go. I can, it'll probably go back into my rotation simply because I think it's really good to drive to. Yeah, there's some yeah, great sure. like like driving through Boston tracks in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not seeing this as a as a day to day rotation album for right, me. Right, 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 right. All right, so I'm going to do the disclaimer, which is uh, Trail of the Dead. We think you're great. We we did. I really listened to this album a lot back in the day, and yeah. I, I think you guys are really talented musicians. Love yes. what you're doing. Nice so job. we're just here to talk about the music. Um, you know, we don't want to get sued. We don't need lawyers involved. No. Um, you know, they cause problems for people. They're expensive. So, so if you want us to take this down, just you know, let us know. We'll be cool. We'll get rid of it. We scrub it from the internet. Remove any we reference to the fact that we talked about this. Just, just yeah. say, 
stop. Just send say us cease. an email. You know, we, we will send, desist automatically. <laughs> send an um, email to records at Harvey Loves Harvey that says stop. Well, stop I mean, it. If, but if you're not Love in the band Trail of the Dead. If you're not in the band Trail of the Dead, you well, can also send us email at records at harveyloveshoveycom That's true. If you really wanted to fuck with us, you could just say, uh, Jay, please take don't it down encourage our audience from, to fuck with us. Please <laughs> take whatever please down, and we just would. Please, please don't encourage people to We can't to fuck prove with us. that you're not from that band. <laughs> sure. You can also, Jay, we're, we're on like Twitter and shit, right? We're on Twitter at we listen, the number two, the number one. We're on there, but. Yeah, no we'll go on there. Things are being said lately. Um, there's also we're the Instagram, Instagram. We listen to records. We're on Facebook, and uh, yep, yeah. we're there too. That's, we're we're now, all Matt, the places. Do you yes. have that email pulled up? I you pulled it up. So we week. have a mailbag. Oh yes. this week, very exciting. Um, I'm gonna. I think it's okay to say this person's full name, right? We can do that. Or I should just, I just use I would their just first say name? their first name? Just yeah. Okay, so we got a we got an email yeah, from from Will. It's nothing, you know. Um, Will, thanks, buddy. <laughs> from Will, uh, Will B, um, at our records at harvelessharvey.com email, and it says hello. Wanted to give you guys a huge shout out for your episode about John Phil. I'm a huge fan of his, and it's very cool and rare for there to be any public discussion of his music. That's true. His greatest That's hits album is fantastic, but it, it only scratches the surface of what he's written and recorded oh, over the years. I can't imagine. I was fortunate enough to be living in the L.A. area back in 0708 when he was really active and saw him live many times. Glad you guys appreciate his humor and lyrical depth. Yes. Do more Phil episodes. <laughs> so thank well, you, Will. Thank you for writing in. That's well, great. Well, Will. I wish we could. Shit, I, I really, I don't. Yeah, even well, know if you're where listening to, to this and want to connect us to more recordings of John Phil, <laughs> I'd happily do a mini soda about a song, or yeah, if there's something that you think true. that we should look at that we didn't get a chance I, to, right I back, definitely, I definitely have a seven inch of his somewhere, and that's how this started. Is because whatever label contacted me, I had as they, I got a seven inch, you know, somehow they sent it to me, maybe, and then based on that, I was like like that song and got the album so maybe i'll have to sure. take that seven inch out we'll cover yeah. it but that's we great a, man. we could do um, a mini mini so i'd love to do more john phil that guy cracks me up he does i i love that he exists still i think i probably said that a number of times but sure people like that are like and, and i guess you know that's the sad part of new york these days is is the sort of like you know weird kind of shitty musician on the on the uh fucking like platform of the l or whatever it's like sure they're, they're, the busters. they're gone you know what i mean like because they can't live here so they can't right. they can't ride in from new jersey or wherever they have to live now so it's like new york is weirdly getting you know possibly boring in that way and those things are sad so 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 the fact that john exists hopefully still i mean i know he, i'm sure he does but like i hope he does <laughs> you know what i mean just that the idea of him and uh Sort right. of like the, the open mic things that happened in New York when I was uh, first new to the city and, and yeah, all that garbage. It's great. That's awesome. Brings me back. And if you haven't, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard our John Phil episode, go back and check it out. He's a you great will be a fan. solo artist doing yes. very interesting stuff. Um, we had tons of fun with his liner notes. It was great. If you like any of this other stuff then yeah i mean who couldn't use another weirdo in their life also you know encourage us to listen to weirder shit you know please spread it out send in and speaking of listening to weirder shit yeah uh the way that we work on this podcast so that it's collaborative is each week one of us brings three options to the table and the other person chooses so last week i brought three options to the table and jason chose trail of the dead 
So this yes. week it's Jason's turn to bring My three turn. options, and I will choose one for us to listen to next. Oh, Christ. So Jay, yeah. are you prepared? Did you do yeah, your homework? Yeah, sort of. Not really, but I, I have an idea. I'm looking at this section of my records that I've sure. uh, always wanted to cover. I mean, basically cover any one of these. Make me happy. You know, throw a minimum of three my way, and we'll figure uh, out what we're doing next week. Okay, let me let me crawl over there. Hold on a second. Get the microphone. All right. Okay. Okay. For those of you listening at home, so this, Jason is crawling on uh, the floor. I crawled over to this section because I had hands to get and down. Knees. Yes, exactly, because that's where the records are. Okay, yes. so this is the shoegaze section that we're looking at. Right uh, now. Okay, what, here and, we go. And not that—that's just you know, it's not a part of Jay, that for, era. I mean, but, uh, just so we're yeah. clear, if if I'm uh, if I had to make an educated guess, the shoegaze okay. section of your record collection is like the whole thing, right? No, like eighty-five percent of very, it is going to be honestly, shoegazing. it's not very big because I think my definition is very narrow. Okay, and that's where we're going to dive into. Okay. These three bands. All right. Uh, hold on. You ready? You got the first Actually, one? Actually, I do have the first one. Okay. Here we go. Number, Number one. one. Number one. I would like to cover the Lilies, one of their first records called uh, Eskimi the Photon Band. This is what? an incredible post-shoegaze I have document. never heard of that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna, it's amazing, man. Never it's heard of amazing. that before. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. Not even... Good. Right. I'm glad we're, we're, we're heading in that direction. We'll have to do some spelling corrections later on. Okay, the so next, the lilies. The lilies. Just lilies, I think. Right? Actually, just lilies? Just, okay. Yes, lilies. Right. Eskimi, the photon band. Es- how do you spell Eskimi? E-C-C-S-A-M-E. Eskimi? E C C S A M E. Is it a real word? I don't know. E C C. Welcome to the spelling pot. E C C S A M E. X M E. The photon okay. band. Okay. Sure. Great. Sounds Got magical. It, it is yeah. actually. It is. Okay. All right. The next. Uh, All uh, right. Hold on. Ready. Okay. Number two. Number two. Number two. Yeah. I would like to present. All, all natural lemon and lime flavors. That's the band name, and the okay. record is called "Turning Into Small." Turning into small. This is a New Jersey band from '98. Again, never. You've you've never played these for me, and I don't know how I would have stumbled onto them otherwise. No, no these all are deep natural dive. lemon and lime flavors. <laughs> yes, these are deep dive. Uh, these are shoegaze, but it's like this is where this so is where we lose our audience. Good shoegaze, and I'm like, yes, wow. this is like fantastic. And then I've always wanted to one? cover, and I Hold love. On. Oh, sorry. Number three. I've all, I love the and this I came way late to, but I'm super into um, uh, slow dives uh, souvlaki. Okay, I do Which love I Slow Dive. So, so that's it. So you have like that one mm. and then these two crazy out there. But I would say they take shoegaze even to a more extreme place than the, the originators. Than slow Dive. Which I love. So you know, But it's up to you. If you know that and like that, do you want new I mean, I do. What do you want? No, let me, let me, let me talk this through. So the first two, I, I don't know. The first one, I can't even pronounce the <laughs> album title. So I feel like that's just off because I don't want to embarrass myself for oh, the whole episode. Oh, I love Lilies, man. We're going to get to them because these records Actually, are so good. Just a, a band name, All Natural Lemon and Lime <laughs> Flavors. Fuck it. Yes. That, okay. That's calling my name. All right, we're man. doing, we're doing All Natural Lemon and Lime Flavors, their oh, album Turning Into Small. <laughs> okay. 
awesome. Very good. Is it? Is that even on Spotify? Is I don't that, know. That's a good hold question. Hold on. Let me take a look. Let me see how, what harm we're doing to our audience before 1998, we... it's on... Oh, yeah. Well, the it band is. is on Spotify. And Let's is this record turning into small? I don't know where it is in their catalog. No, I don't know they, anything about they this They have a self-titled one on Spotify, and that's it. Okay, look on... It must be on YouTube, I bet. Okay. I mean, like, you know, as like a album rip or something. Okay. Uh, it's out there. I mean, it's definitely a, a, you know, deep dive shoegaze, but I think people are probably looking for that. <laughs> Well, let me let me just do a quick. <laughs> I know I am. I'm always looking for those weird records like this that are like, yeah, oh, the full yeah. record they is listen on, to my bloody Valentine like a lot and just like way too much. Oh no, in, the no, full but in record the best is on way. YouTube in the best way, man. Sure. I don't think I, I think that if you come from that place, you're gonna do something good. I I've never come across anybody that was like, yeah, we love my bloody Valentine and we ruined it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think he really can do that. Sure. <laughs> I, okay, I just bold, challenged bold someone out there. Bold I know, statements. I know. Yeah, yeah you're going to get a flood wrong. of emails I'm from sure the flood of tweets from people sending you shitty shoegaze music. <laughs> Great. Lucky you. Yeah. Lucky you. Is it um, all right, so next week, all natural lemon and lime flavors. You can find it on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, and if you don't honestly, already own it, which I'm well, sure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably own it. I'm probably the only one who doesn't well, have it. No, that's not true, Matt. This is, this is, I don't know. Actually, I'd be curious if anybody's ever heard of them before, but I'm sure that you could still buy no. this record from them. Probably. Yeah. When did it come out? Do we know when it came 98, out? 98. But I think oh, they still have it. copies on vinyl somewhere. They can sweet. Positive. I'm positive. Cause I got it. Um, not, I got it from them not too long ago, like maybe two years ago. All right. So yeah, I'm excited um, to go listen to this shit. So let's close out this episode. We This time we listen to, and you will know us by the Trail of Dead, Yep. source tags and codes. Jay, what track do you want to end this show with? What do you What do you? Well, I want to hear homage now because of the... Oh, yeah, the homage yeah. to our favorite Homage band. to Unwound. Unwound. All right, Jay, play us out. This has been We Listen to Records. <laughs>